Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Overlord in today's review episode. I can show you the world. Just take a look through my eyes. Gonna be a short episode today. Uh, coming in, a, coming out a little bit later, just like the first episode I released this week. Hopefully, Friday's episode will be on time. Uh, but more on that at a, at a later date, uh, probably closer towards the end of December, most likely. However, today's episode is all about Overlord. Overlord is a new horror war film uh, that's been released into theaters this past weekend, and. I went and saw it in IMAX. Uh, I would recommend seeing it in IMAX if you're going to go see it at all because it is loud, it is big, it is bombastic, and I think uh, especially the opening sequence really pays off in IMAX. And I think the opening sequence was easily my favorite part of the movie. Uh, we are following a group, uh, a team of paratroopers who are going to be dropped behind enemy lines. Their objective is to destroy a radio tower uh, by, of the Germans during World War II. Um, it is... I, I got the impression that it was toward the end of the war. Uh, if Americans are involved, obviously, it was relatively close to the end of the war. Uh, so I guess that makes sense. And... Uh, yeah, that's kind of it. They're, we, we're in the, the chopper with them. Uh, their plane, or not chopper, plane, and it's bombarded, it is attacked, one of the wings goes up, catches fire, they're forced to evacuate the, you know, sooner than they meant to. Uh, pretty much all hell breaks loose in the first, you know, 10 to 15 minutes of this film. And that was a really great visceral, you know, in-your-face sequence that really communicated just how crazy things were. You know, dialogue couldn't be heard because... This, you know, the plane was exploding and, and everything was loud and people are screaming and yelling and gunfire is everywhere. It's coming through the plane. And it, it was just it was just really overwhelming in a good way, in a, in a great way as far as the film is concerned. Then the rest of the film happens. And it really fluctuated from scene to scene almost for me <clears throat> as... Uh, you know, the survivors of the plane crash meet up, um, they infiltrate the town around where the radio tower is located, and they hatch a plan, and, you know, things go awry at every step of the way, uh, and they discover a lot more is going on than they thought was happening, but all in all, the movie is an interesting experience. It's a it's an infrequent uh, pairing of genres, war and horror. You know, like the horrors of war is a very common phrase, but true, like scary horror in a war movie isn't that frequent. Um, you know, we don't generally see you know you know scary creatures in our, you know, World War II movies or, you know, any of these, you know, Iraq war movies don't involve, I don't know, like a Slender Man or, or something to that effect. You know, it's a very, very different 
type of creature. And an overlord, as mediocre as I think the movie is on a, on the whole, it manages to balance those two genres pretty well, all things considered. Uh, the film is directed by Julius Avery. Uh, this is the only film of his that I've seen. He has been tapped to direct the new Flash Gordon reboot in the coming years, which I have no opinion about one way or the other. Uh, the film was written by Billy Ray, Mark L. Smith, and J.J. Abrams. I don't know which one of those... Wrote, I don't know how many of those were working on the screenplay, story, original source material, or what have you. Uh, Billy Ray has previously worked on The Hunger Games, Captain Phillips, Flight Plan, State of Play, Shattered Glass. Uh, pretty strong resume overall. Uh, Mark L. Smith has also worked on The Revenant. And J.J. Abrams, obviously, is Super 8, Star Wars The Force Awakens, uh, Mission Impossible 3. He, were head he worked on Armageddon as a writer regarding Henry, Forever Young, Gone Fishing, uh, Joyride. He's... He, you know, he's he's pretty pretty well versed in this whole thing. The film stars. Um, pulling up the pictures because not the most. Uh, Pilo Asbeck, Asbeck, from Lucy or Ghost in the Shell, uh, as a Nazi captain, I believe. Uh, Wyatt Russell, uh, who is one of the one of the people in command of the ground forces uh, that survive you've got uh bokeem woodbine uh who is only in the movie for a few minutes john magaro who's one of the survivors who out of the plane ian DeCastiker from agents of shield uh, who is also a survivor out of the plane and jovan adepo who is our main character who was our protagonist uh it turns out as they quickly realize the Nazis are experimenting uh, on a serum that is kind of a hybrid between super soldier serum and what turns uh, Bruce Banner into the Hulk, as well as like Frankenstein. Like it's some sort of hybrid of those three things because it can bring you back to life, but it also makes you really strong, but also makes you crazy, and, you know, it's hard to control, but you can take more of it and more of it, and become, you know, you can be shot in the face and still survive. You know, it's a lot, it's very, the movie does not, that plays very fast and loose with the rules. Uh, the film also stars um, Mathilde Olivier, who is the female in the, Chloe in the movie, the only woman in the movie that really matters, uh, who harbors the soldiers uh, in the town as they plan to attack the radio tower. And it's a move. It's a confined movie. It takes place over the course of this, a single night. Uh, so you know this isn't days days at a time. This is just one pretty much straightforward blip during this overarching war the movie manages to tie things up on both ends of its story so that you could completely remove it from the pantheon of world war ii films and you'd never really know if it was true or not if it mattered if it was impactful uh, and so on and so forth uh, it may never have happened who knows uh, 
obviously it didn't happen in, in quite the way it's described in the film, but the idea of this one covert mission to just take down a German radio tower, otherwise, you know, the bombings could not commence. I don't know if that's real, but uh, it certainly could be, and it also could be completely fabricated. So who, who's to say? Uh, the film features tons of action, lots of blood, lots of, lots of gore, uh, strong, uh, strong camera work, honestly. You know, I mentioned the opening sequence. I think the opening sequence is, is very well shot. It, it looks, uh, it, it really puts you in, in that plane that's going down. There's another long take towards the end of the film uh, when a character is escaping from an exploding building. And it's great. It's a great long take. Uh, there's a beautiful shot of uh, the Chloe character with a flamethrower, which I was just completely taken by. I, I think that uh, I, I think that that, so that shot really hammers home why every movie uh, deserves to. I mean, should have a shot, a scene of, of, of a German woman with a flamethrower. It was amazing. It was so awesome. The movie's a little long. Uh, it's almost, it's about an hour and 50 minutes. So it takes a while to do a very simple thing that these guys were set out, to, set out, set out to do. Uh, there's a lot of contrivances in the plot. Uh, you know, when you've got something as confined and restricted of a story as this one is involving, you know, the war and Nazis, it, it really does kind of fit into a sequence that it establishes early on, which is uh, tough to, tough to, tough to, tough to get away from, I think. Uh, the performances are fine. Uh, Wyatt Russell was solid. Uh, Jovan Adepo as the protagonist was fine. I, I, you know, none of the Pilo Asbeck fine. Um, Mathilde Olivier fine. Nobody really sticks out to me in this movie. No one really uh, had a lot to work with, to be honest. Like the characters are all very, very one-dimensional, and their interactions uh, don't ever change as such you know you, you get these interactions between white russell and Jovan adepo and uh white russell is much more you know we got a plan we're going to do this thing we're going to get it done you know kill anybody that gets in our way blah, blah 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 uh we're not stopping to do any of these side quests that uh and meanwhile Jovan adepo is like hey we got to do the right thing we got to save these people and like that's every interaction they have you know it's every single time and any attempts that the movie makes at the end to try to sort of show the growth in these characters, it comes across as uh, underwhelming and lackluster. So, I don't know. It's, it's a fun movie. I think if, if, you're, if you want to just shut your brain off for like two hours, this is a great thing to do it in front of because it's not going to ask you to use your brain at all, which is fine. And I I had a I had a decent enough time watching it. I, I wasn't like bored. I wasn't, you know, 
incapable of, of focusing, you know, it engaged me, it kept me invested in what was happening, but it did so in just a very straightforward and, and simple way. And sometimes simple is good. Uh, I think there are definitely reasons to, that this movie could be rated a little bit lower than I currently have it at, which is in, in the uh, which is a 55. Uh, but there are definitely reasons that I things about it that I like a lot more than than a middling rating, uh, like some of the camera work, uh, like some of the cinematography. You know, some of the tension and action really is quite strong in the film, and uh, it it for for you know a pretty relative to some of the bigger blockbusters we get of a low budget movie uh, it looks pretty strong it looks pretty good uh, for what it is and that's refreshing i don't know it's an interesting movie it's a new 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 kind of movie that i i hadn't seen very often and uh, i think there's a lot of room to grow with this sort of genre hybrid uh, I think if you're going to try to do this again, I wouldn't put it in World War II. Uh, but there's definitely space for this to uh, expand into something a little, into you know, into a little more of a niche market. Because there are a lot of great kernels of ideas throughout and uh, maybe better writing, you know, better characterization especially could could uh, create something pretty pretty great. Uh, you know, maybe something uh, like, um, uh, I don't know, maybe like an attack the block kind of movie, but in like a war-torn area sort of some sort of situation. I don't know, spitballing. Uh, so, Overlord, that's, that's about all I got. Uh, you know, I don't, like I said, short episode, quick episode, just trying to make sure I get something out here for today. Um, because I am behind, as I mentioned, uh, you know, Yesterday's late episode was because I was lazy, and yeah, so it's my fault. Uh, today I was uh, I, I tried to record when nobody else is in the apartment, and I had to wait for uh, somebody to leave, and that's fine. But that's where we're at. So Friday, there is an episode planned already. It is not contingent on me watching any particular movies, so it should be fine. Uh, and uh, then we'll move on from there. Got a lot of great big new Thanksgiving movies to come out, and I can't wait to talk about them. I cannot wait to see them. I'm very excited. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I apologize, it's kind of short, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, and now, the outro, courtesy of Meg Berquist. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you would like to listen to more episodes, you can find this podcast at circleoffilm.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. If you'd like to follow Ryan on Twitter, you can find him at Circle of Film or contact him through email at circleoffilm at gmail.com. You can also support the show at patreon.com slash circleoffilm for as little as eight cents an episode. Thank you again for listening and have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.